0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Opinionated Off-Topic. Today, I'm with my co-host, Carlos Mojica. We're with Julian. Uh, Thank you for stopping by and pulling up on us, as always. Thank you for having me, dude.
1: Of course. Thank you for coming on, as always. Um, So we're going to jump right into it. Uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, where the journey began for young Julian. Um, So where you're at today.
2: Uh, So I was born in... Greensboro North Carolina not many people know that moved to San Antonio when I was a baby so I pretty much spent my whole life in San Antonio up until college uh went to Texas State San Marcos you know uh graduated just last year got a bachelor's degree electronic media okay and fresh out of college I moved to Austin so that's where I've been the past nine months so yeah I've been Texas pretty much my whole life
1: how so, long were you in Greensboro
2: uh I don't even know. Probably, we probably moved to Texas when I was, like, two.
1: Oh, so something. you even, like, know it I, like no, that?
2: No, and I've only been back, like, once, and it was in Charlotte, so I've never been back to where I was.
1: One of my homies is in, um, I think he's in Greensboro right now. Oh, um, really? Yeah. That's cool, because um, I don't
2: know a lot of people who even know what
1: Greensboro yeah. is. Yeah. Like. The only reason I know it is because one of the guys that um, I used to play baseball with mm. played on the minor league team there. Oh, the yeah, Hops. yeah. The Greensboro yeah. Hops. Yeah, Facts, he was, yeah, he was on there. Um, yeah, that's tight. What, uh, so you moved to San Antonio after you came, uh, to, or well, when you came to Texas?
2: Yeah, because uh, the rest of my family is from San Antonio. Uh, they're over there. Uh, my grandma was out there, so my parents were living there for a while, and, you know, I popped up, and, you know, they had to come back home. So pretty much all my family's in San Antonio. I only have a few family members back in Carolina, so, yeah. So what my, part of San Antonio? Uh, the West Side, man. Like, like the the ghetto. What right high school right? did you go to? Uh, business careers like Holmes, but that was
1: my mom went to J.
2: Oh yeah. See, yeah, those were like the yeah. two the two schools. <laughs> yeah. My my
1: uncle actually went to Holmes for a little bit, um, because the two Griffin brothers played there, right? Yeah. 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 My uncle played with them. Oh. Um. Yeah. And one of my uncles went there, and then. The rest of my the the siblings went to john jay yeah that's Um,
2: that wasn't even my home school either no have you you heard of memorial Mm -hmm. that's like that's where i grew up like deep Uh, in the west side okay you know be careful (laughs) if you walk outside i mean
1: really the whole west side is like that yeah it's it it gets rough Uh, because like i mean Marbok, marbocks yeah oh yeah ghetto and like that's right by like when my like mom grew up like all the houses on the all the houses that my mom grew up on yeah. all have like burglary bars on really? the windows yeah, and doors yeah, and stuff yeah know. yeah, yeah that, that yeah you know you yeah uh, know. I but yeah no my mom from the hood yeah that's uh, but that's crazy um, yeah that's
2: cool and now we're out here in north austin okay it's, uh, yeah. it's a little lo- a little different just a, a little, little, bit. little little different uh, you know the only, <laughs>
1: the only reason people would know john jay is i don't know if you remember but a while back it's like <laughs> Four, four years ago, <laughs> it was about four or five years ago, um, the ref just got tackled by one of the football players and oh, he started pointing. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. He,
0: was like, he, was like, he was like walking across the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I
2: remember that.
1: That was John Damn. Jay. Wow. That was John yeah. Jay.
0: Okay. And
2: I was going to home when that happened.
0: So like, oh, you're
1: in. That's crazy. Yeah, that was,
0: are those big high schools? Or are they six a? Mm, uh, I don't know what uh, class they are.
2: Now I think it's six a. Okay. When I was going there, I'm pretty sure it was 5A. It might be 6A now. I don't know.
1: If you were there then, it's 6A now. Yeah. Because okay. everybody just moved Yeah, I graduated
2: once. in 17.
1: So. <clears throat> yeah, it's 6A now.
2: Yeah, okay.
1: That's crazy. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, what? So, did you get a scholarship to Texas State, or did you just, that's where you applied, and that's where you got in? Or No,
2: yeah, that's where, it, it's actually the only college I applied to. Like, I knew I was going to go there. My two older siblings went there. I got a scholarship to <clears throat> to a few places in San Antonio, like some small scholarships, like community college. Mm-hmm. UTSA wanted to give me something, but I, I wanted to get out of San Antonio. You know? uh, and it wasn't just I wanted to like copy my siblings because they went to Texas or anything. Like they had what I wanted to do, and I was uh, they had a good communications department. Like I wanted to college. I really wanted to be a sports writer, um, and. I thought they were they'd be good for that, but you know things changed, and but it worked out because I I ended up being in electronic media. It's kind of similar, but you know it it worked out for like me. Like it's more of the fun side. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's why I'm here. Like yeah. yeah,
1: exactly. Um, I well I wanted to go to UT for mm. uh, communication as well, right? And they, they have the number two communication communication program in the country, right? Right. And yeah. uh, Cal Berkeley's number one, but um. Yeah, I was just in school and I was like, I'm yeah. not doing this. Yeah, I was sitting in math class and I was like, I don't want to be here. It's always it. math class. That was it. I,
2: yeah, I almost dropped out multiple times. It's actually like that's in a way that's how I got into sports broadcasting because I wanted to drop out, and like that's that's kind of a long story. But. Did
1: you, you? So you started at writing.
2: Yeah, like my freshman year, I wanted to get into journalism. I wanted to be like a beat writer, like like travel yeah. with the team, maybe or whatever. And okay. I was, got you. I don't know if y'all have heard of Medium, but like I would write some stuff on Medium. It's just a place where like you can write whatever. It's like a mm-hmm. social media. I only wrote like three stories. They were like uh, NBA stories, and they got some traction. And I, I was pretty good at writing, but I just didn't really enjoy it that much. Like it was and. It, and I knew I wasn't get paid I wasn't gonna get paid a dime for it if I stuck with that, so like and I'm cool with not getting paid a lot, but I wanna like love it, and writing I knew I wasn't gonna love it, so I eventually stumbled into sports broadcasting there.
1: What made you push to journalism then if you knew like you weren't gonna love it like that
2: uh because I thought I was, really. like yeah. at so first. so going into college, well, you're like... Well, I think I was just confused. It's like one of those things where you're good at something, so you're like, all right. Like, yeah, I'm, you just do I'm it. I'm about to do yeah. it. And, yeah, I didn't like it as much as I thought I did. I was just pretty good at it. Like, the first article I wrote was, like, about Westbrook. I was a 18-year-old freshman, and it got a lot of traction on Medium. But I didn't really enjoy writing it as much as I thought. Like, so... I was, like, there was, like, a year where I was struggling. Like, what am I going to do? And that's when, like, I eventually started working for the ESPN Plus crew at Texas State. And I just fell in love with that immediately, pretty much.
1: So, were you about to drop out? And then you just, like, I guess, transferred your... Well, yeah. It, um, you moved majors, I guess? Yeah. Or yeah. Well,
0: that?
1: I'll try...
2: I'll try... It's a long story, but I'll try and make it quick. Like, sophomore year... I was um, I was just like working on campus, you know, making sandwiches and stuff, you know, barely getting paid. And I was working on the side for my brother's business at that time. He was um, he he had a business where he would market accountants, but he also wanted to get like into the sports uh, aspect of that too. I would edit videos for him online. So to get into sports, he wanted to take a Super Bowl trip to Atlanta. Yeah, I think this was Atlanta. It was like Patriots against the Rams. He wanted to go there for okay. Super Bowl weekend, not to the actual game, but there was a lot of events during Super Bowl weekend. And an uh, entrepreneur named Gary Vee was going to yeah. be there. So, And we looked up to him a lot. He, he was having a meet and greet, so my brother, he flew us out there. You know, he paid for all my stuff. I skipped like a few days of school. So my plan was I wanted to ask Gary Vee for an internship. I was going to drop out of school. And his company is in New York. So I was like, I'm going to go to New York if I get this. And sure enough, like when we're there, I meet him or whatever. Me and my brother made like a little video to impress him. And it it worked. So Gary V. hooked me up with his brother who was handling the sports uh, side of his company called Banner Sports. And that's where I wanted an internship. So I talked to his brother and he was like, he's like, yeah, like, let's do it. And he got me in touch with his agent. And so, you know, flew back, San Marcus. I'm in school. And I'm, like, communicating with his agent, like, okay, like, when are we going to do this or whatever? And his agent, he says, he's like, so, yeah, we actually can't give you an internship right now. This was, like, early in the year, you know, Super Bowl time, early February. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, at the end of the year, we'll have more spots. But the thing that changed my life, he said – He told me right now we need you to get more experience in sports for the college you're going to work for their sports department the media team whatever that means to you whether it's editing videos or being a videographer so i was like shoot okay whatever i'll stay in college until the end of the year or whatever and sure enough like the next day in class my soon-to-be boss was saying they needed more people for the ESPN Plus crew because Texas State was about to start broadcasting every single game, every single football, basketball game, baseball. They needed people. So I was like, sign me up. And that's what I did. Like I didn't, So I didn't necessarily want to do that. Uh, it was Gary Vee's brother's agent who told me to do that. And I'll, I was just supposed to do it temporarily until I can move to New York, do this internship. And... I just stayed doing that like i fell in love with it immediately i never hit gary Vee's agent up back again like and that so that changed my life just like diving in and working camera i had never worked camera in my life but i was good at it right from the start just because i watched so much sports and my boss would tell me that like after games he'd i'd be new and he'd be like you watch a lot of sports don't you and i'm like yeah kind of so I kind of, like, stumbled into that, really, and that's my passion now, I'd say. Did you Did you
1: get back from, was this, Atlanta It was in? Yeah, I was at did Atlanta. Did you get back from Atlanta and literally the next, like, the day you went to class, that came up?
2: Yeah, like I was, community. like, the next day. That was wild. That's yeah. Crazy. That was wild. Yeah, like, that. so that's how I knew, like, it was meant to be, and... That changed my life. And
0: what made you n- not follow back up with the agent just because you knew you had, like, a career path? Or was it more of just...
2: Yeah, I'd say that. Yeah. Uh, like, I was like, I think I want to do this for a long time. I want to, like, be a cameraman for the NFL and stuff. And, um, like, I loved it more than anything I'd done. And I've done a lot of stuff. Like, I was, I was a percussionist for, like, 10 years. I was in drumline at Texas State for a long time. Okay. And, you know, just like anybody else, growing up, I played football, and, you know, in high school, right when I made varsity, I actually quit to join Drumline, but with all those, like, I never, I was never, like, super in love with it, how I fell in love with sports broadcasting, and I love sports, and I was good at camera, and, you know, I just, I love the adrenaline rush, so now I'm thankful that I still get to do it on the side, usually for UT games, which, like, some of those games are huge. Especially football, so yeah.
1: So, so when you first start out, when you first started out working for um, ESPN, um, do they just throw you straight on to what you're doing now, or is it do they like put you on the field and you work with somebody first and then kind of work your way up? Because uh, did you ever even have it for what you do now? Did you even have experience for it, or they just kind of threw you on it?
2: No, yeah. Uh, well, at Texas State, they kind of they threw me on it. Like, so you're supposed to shadow a person doing it. Mm-hmm. But I was shadowing someone doing handheld camera, and that's the camera you'll see me doing now. Like care and his name was Patrick. He was like a big old buff dude. You know, we we're just doing a volleyball game. I was only supposed to be watching him. He was supposed to be training me. His arm got tired, and he was like, "Here you go." I'm like, "I don't know what I'm doing." So yeah, I just got thrown on, and that's pretty much how like everyone starts there. It's because it's all students, and everyone just gets thrown on. Uh, some people just stay in the control room. And that's where you work, work like graphics, shading, all that other stuff, replay. But I never got super into that. I was was pretty focused on camera. So I got thrown into it. The first game was rough, and then I picked it up really quickly. And I think most people do. Like, I think uh, camera and sports broadcasting, it's really easy to pick up. But it's, like, it's hard to master. It's hard to be the best at. So that's what... Uh, I work towards a lot. I'm pretty sure I work more than anybody else times two.
1: Like what do you what do you uh, look for when you on film camera? Yeah.
2: So a lot of it is you just kind of know what kind of shots you want if you watch sports. Like you, the spots, the shots you see on TV, it will kind of come naturally to you, and that's what that's how you start off being a good cameraman, and then you start getting more specific, like, you start learning how to focus quicker. Because, like, when you zoom in and out, your shot, like, the focus will be all out mm-hmm. of whack. So you got to, like, focus real quick before they take your shot, you know. And it's – you can really get creative with that because you're telling a story. It's a sports brought, like, it's it's live. It's a show. And it was on ESPN+. Like, you got to be creative if, um, you know, if it's baseball and a, a player gets – struck out or whatever like you gotta make the decision are you gonna go to the pitcher or are you gonna go to the guy who just get got struck out and a lot of the times the, the director will tell you but okay. what makes you a good cameraman is just knowing yeah. like what to do um, so stuff like that it's you just you really have to know and you have to be focused there's a lot of small elements so, that goes into it so do
0: you have like a director in the ear just telling you like Yeah, yeah yeah do, yeah
2: so your director will usually tell you to get um, most stuff. Some directors don't talk that much, but a lot of times it's up to you. Like, you just got to know. Like, when I started at UT, I was working for completely different directors, and I had to, like, get acquainted with them first because some of them don't talk as much. Some of them will ask you for more shots. Some of them will yell at you. Some of them will be, like, really quiet. So, but I think what has made me a good cameraman, I just kind of know, just because I, I grew up my whole life watching sports. So, that, I think that's really the key to my success is I just, I've watched so much sports my entire life, so.
1: So are you, do you work for ESPN or are you a freelance videographer or both?
2: I'm a a freelance, so right now I work for CBS Austin. That's my main job. I work in television and that's something, my position is called mass control operator. Nobody knows what that is. I didn't even know what that was when I applied. I just, I just knew it was a good stepping stone out of college. Um, so I basically, to describe that quickly, like, I get paid to watch TV. Like, I count in the news team in and out and stuff. Uh, and it, it's pretty simple. It's one of those jobs where it was, like, really hard to learn because there's so much stuff. But once you get it, like, it's, like, the same thing every day. I mean sometimes stuff goes wrong it's live TV so that's my main job you know five days a week and then on my two days off that's when I'll try to do like the freelance gigs it's usually for UT because I work under a company that does UT video board shows and stuff and my boss from Texas State my old boss at ESPN Plus he's the one who hooked me up with this company so that's, that's mainly what I do on the side like it's just a classic case of you know, doing what you love on the side, and that was always my plan. I low thought I was going to, like, work at McDonald's, out like, fresh out of college, and then just do that on the side and try to work my way up. So I'm blessed enough to work in television, too, at CBS Austin and, and do more television outside of it.
1: So. I worked in one game on the field for uh, it was the spring football game twenty. 19, 2018, 2018, somewhere, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, my mom used to work for Longhorn Network, mm, okay. and she, um, they needed extra people, and so she right. got me on the field. Dude, um, what's the circle thing called? It's like a half circle, it's clear, has the microphone oh. in the middle. And you point so it wherever they're actually talking more. About. That's that's what I started at, and yeah. then the guy who was supposed to do it showed up late, <laughs> and so he took it. And they're like, "Um, well, just go follow these camera people and help them with the wires." So I was like, all "Yeah, right. yeah, 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 okay, yeah.
2: yeah." It's it's all that like that. Like I don't do that, but I work with those people. Yeah. And Longhorn Network, I don't work with Longhorn Network, but I work like alongside them. We yeah. do similar stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, maybe I'll eventually do that, work with Longhorn Network. I am interested in that. Yeah. But so that's something that's really cool. And the spring game, too, it literally just happened this past week. It's the only game I missed. And I was mad about it, too, because Matthew McConaughey was there. I'm usually on the sidelines, and I get to see anybody who's there. Like, yeah. Instead, I got like Greg Abbott and stuff. I didn't get. You know, <laughs> uh, uh, I definitely <laughs> stepped down. <money. laughs> yeah. Uh, when you were
0: going back to ESPN Plus, when you were working there, did you? Um, was that like a paid thing or was it just voluntary? Voluntary. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, the ESPN Plus tech say it's we get the regular we got the regular student pay and they don't pay a lot. They're paying us like seven fifty. Uh, but wait how, for real? Yeah. And but that's how much, like. I loved it, or we all loved it. Like,
1: and I would figure they would pay more. I mean, you yeah. you have to pay for ESPN Plus, and it's not cheap. Yeah, it's like like the, for like a year, I mean, it is it is cheap theoretically, but yeah. for a year, it's I think sixty, 60 bucks, yeah. seventy bucks, something like that. Yeah. And think about yeah, how many did. people buy it. Yeah, Because exactly. the UFC fights are on it. Uh, soccer games are on it. Yeah, hockey.
0: I
2: don't know. Longhorn
1: networks on it.
2: I don't really know what goes into that, but. Like it just wasn't us. It's most mm-hmm. Texas State employees. Like my roommate was an equipment manager. Uh, he also got paid like similar money, and that he was sucks. putting in crazy hours. Um, so yeah, now like I get paid like five times that at UT mm-hmm. games. And So
1: yeah, because you just get paid for that day, right? Yeah. yeah, I think when I did, that, I got paid like two hundred fifty bucks or something like that for the day. I was like, yeah. I ain't even do nothing. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, though. Nice. Yeah, they'll straight pay you like three hundred. Like, yeah. Like.
2: To just to, like, hold a cable the whole yeah. time. some like, so it's eventually worth it. And the thing is, like, I never really cared how much I was going to get paid. Like, yeah, it was important because you got to make a living. Yeah. But I knew, like, as long as I kept doing this and doing what I love, that the money would come. And when I accepted that first UT football game gig, I had no idea how much you were going to pay me. Like, I was like, I would do this for free, honestly, just mm-hmm. to get my foot in the yeah. door. You know, I didn't think I'd have that opportunity because uh, it was it was presented to me two days before the, the home opener. They're like, we need someone to fill in. And I was like, bet. Like, like if I see an opportunity, I would do anything to to do. It. And at that time I was I actually had a shift at CBS Austin and I was pretty new. So I was a, I was like, I can't miss this. But, you know, I took the risk. I asked my supervisor, like, can you cover this shift? Like I really want to work this UT game, and he's clutch. He did it, so I got That's dope. with the UT yes. game, and they're like, "We're gonna pay you three hundred for the day. Yeah, if you do good, we'll bring you back." And I did good, so I got. You're there a long game. time,
1: but yeah, you're there a long time. Yeah, but it, like it,
2: uh, like the morning games, the eleven a.m. games, we have to get there like six a.m. Yeah. yeah, and but a lot of time we're just chilling. Like you are, we, we have to have like a a two hour rehearsal. <laughs> The whole time, I'll just be, like, sitting. You don't do anything. Sitting out, messing around. Yeah. Yet. So, but that's, that was cool, though, because that's where I got to meet all the other people. And I was by far the youngest, so that's when that's when you become a sponge and you start asking people questions, like, because these guys have been in the industry for 10, 20 years, and, you know, ask them for advice. I'll mm-hmm. be like, this is my first thing just meet, out of college. Those conversations, like. Yeah. So that's how you get. That's how you get better. Really, you got to be a sponge and soak up all the information. All the vets are willing to give you, and some of them are very standoffish. They don't, you know, they're just there for business. Yeah. But a lot of them are pretty cool, and they'll help you out and they'll train you. And so that that's really helped me. Just like um, all the mentors I've had and all the people I've met. So, yeah.
0: So going, touching back a little bit more on that freelance camera work, have you done anything outside of the UT games or anything like that, like high school games or oh, some yeah. other stuff? Like so
2: that? high school football was actually the first thing I did. Okay. Uh, like I was doing high school football uh, like as soon as it started, and it started like right before those UT games. I was like even doing the scrimmages for a little bit, and I was like if this is all I can get, like I'll take it, high school football. And they paid fine. They paid pretty good. Uh, So, like I said, I was working five days a week at my main job, CBS Austin, and then I was doing high school football for the sixth day. And then when that UT gig came along, that was the seventh day. So I ended up working every day, depending on if UT played home or away. Like um, November and October, in those two months combined, I only had, like, three days off. And some days I'll work high school football back-to-back. So I, I, you know, I was just going, I did a bunch of high school football every week, sometimes twice a week. So that, that's what really, that's what got me like really in it
1: too. Was it all local games or did you travel?
2: Uh, they're all pretty local. A lot of them were, uh, Austin ISD. No, no. A lot of them were in New Braunfels. I've, I've done some around here. For the same company I work for with uh, UT, because they also do other stuff. They do high school football. They do Austin FC games, which I haven't done yet, but I will I will get on it. Like, I actually had to pass up a gig this Saturday with them, which sucked, because I was, like, the third time I did that, but...
1: Have you yeah. been to a game? No. Bro, they're, they're, I, they're fun.
2: I'm almost, like, I'm almost dead set on not going to a game until I'm working it, until I'm behind that camera, but...
1: Do you get to experience games while you're working?
0: Like the same way? Yeah. 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 Uh,
2: yeah. I think so. It it really depends. Like, like it's really the energy and stuff. So, working at, like, Austin FC games, I, I would definitely feel that. And that's the best part about being on camera. Like, those hype games. Like, those first UT games, the first three before they started to suck. You know, like, overhyped. Uh... So, but as far as like actually knowing what's going on in the game, sometimes you have like no idea. Uh, Are you a UT fan? Uh, I root for them, but I'm not. So,
1: well, if they, so did you did you go or film the LSU game? No, no. Mm -hmm. So, if it's a game like that and like they're doing good, like when you're working, you can't cheer, obviously, or you can't cheer. Like, how does that? You can,
2: yeah. Like, uh, some of the people I work with are UT fans, especially my director. Like if UT lost, I remember one home game. Like I think it was against Kansas. Like overtime or double overtime. <laughs> you know they 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 choked. My director was in our headset cursing, and so like I mean you can. He wasn't the only one. Yeah,
1: he wasn't the only one.
2: <laughs> you're laughing because you're an OU fan. Of course. Right? Yeah, no, I get it. So like, <laughs> so me, I'm I'm not a big UT fan, so. Like I, I'll root for them because I want to work for a team who's good. Yeah. You know, like I said, more fans would come and the energy would just be like, yeah, like way better. Yeah. But they're not my favorite team, right? Like right. I was
0: actually in the car today. I was watching, uh, like when UT played LSU, and right? Just like how full the stadium is. Yeah. So, like that's cool to see. I went to that game and it, like yeah.
1: that it, that was insane. Mm. It was insane. Yeah. Well, that, uh, that's dope. Yeah, because I was just asking, like, do you? Because I was seeing if you got to cheer. Because like, if you go to like a just a regular game as a spectator, like you get to. Yeah, in my opinion, experience it, like, fully. Yeah. I just I – obviously, I don't do what you do. So, I feel like when you're a cameraman, you can't necessarily cheer, like, how you want yeah, to cheer?
2: you, you can't, like – because if a huge play happens at the end, like, especially my job at UT, I had to get a lot of fan shots. So, right after the play was done, they'd go to my shot, like, on cams, uh, fans going crazy. So, that's when, like, I feel, like, real hype, but I got to, like – contain myself like yeah. oh, i gotta get this shot and yeah. sometimes it's so crazy i'm like shaking and trying to focus and
0: it's, it's probably good you're like not really work for a team you like 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 that yeah i mean if that was me and it was like i was doing like oh you game I, I couldn't do that like yeah 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 it just i couldn't be on will break a camera
2: yeah
1: i,
0: I yeah I and mean, then especially like getting mad and stuff like nah that's how i was at <laughs> texas
2: state though because like texas state like Obviously, since I went there, I root for them every game. And I remember one uh, football game, one of my last games, working at Texas a against UTSA. Like we lost in overtime or whatever. And mm. and now of when I was like, that's
1: when yeah, UTSA was that. ranked too. I was like the first year they were ranked, wasn't it?
0: I'm not sure. I don't remember if they were ranked. Or was right
1: the then. year right before they got ranked? I think it
2: was a right before. I they was, was they before. were like super
0: cool. because they were cold last year. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah. yeah it was the year before. It was very good last year.
2: So, but yeah, we we had them, and you know we. I think our, like, kicker, he, mixed, he missed the extra point or something. I was like, bro, get this camera off of me. Like, I that that is when it breaks my focus. Like, I, you just get all sad. <laughs>
0: how was that going to, like, those Texas State games? So I know, like, I almost went there to go play football when I was thinking about transferring. Right. So, I just know, like, the fan base is not. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How is that?
2: So, yeah, the the fans – Like, they'll get hyped sometimes, but Texas is not all that good, really. So, like, it's hard to blame people for not showing up. But, like, a game like that, like the UTSA game, it was, like, it was sold out. That might have broke the attendance record. Like, so that's what I was talking about earlier. Like, those are the best games when, like, everyone's Mm -hmm. cheering and stuff. And sometimes it does get hard to focus, like, if that's your favorite team. And they lose like that. So, it's really only the big games like that. Or I know they if they're facing like a big team this past year the first game was against Baylor the home opener. They I guess, actually played them good too. Yeah. They 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 only lost by like a touchdown or yeah. something.
0: Like it was super close.
2: So yeah, people were like always come out for those games and and Texas State they never really like they don't win a lot but they were ne- they never really got blown out. So that was cool. Uh, so I feel like every game was pretty interesting so i don't know maybe more fans would show up in the it, future it would be because, nice
0: if they got not good but i mean i don't know just better I, yeah. I just look at it, it's like you're in the state of texas and i look at schools like sam houston and how good they are at their level yeah i don't know I just feel like they can get players to go there and be Dude, good yeah it, it's texas you know? it's frustrating
2: like i didn't watch that much college football this past year like besides working ut games but i would i still watch like a bunch of Texas State games, not only because, like, I'm a fan, but I also want to see how my old crew is doing at ESPN Plus because yeah. they're broadcasting those games. Like, I want to see how the show is. And, yeah, usually Texas State loses in, like, the worst possible way, like, the dumbest way at the end. So it's tough to watch, but I think they're close to being good. But we've also been saying that for, like, They, need, they, just, need a, they just need, like, a,
0: a coach, that, like, a young, high-energy coach there. and they, I think, Yeah. Fine. It's also just – it's a stigma with Texas State. Like, the fans, like, the yeah. few people just go tailgate there and then go to the square, go to Chimney. Okay, yeah. So, the, shit yeah. like that. <laughs> that
2: is the thing. That is the thing. Yeah. Like, the tailgates are huge. Everyone will go to the tailgates. And only a few people will, like, show up to the games. Because, like, either they don't care or they're just too messed up to even walk into the stadium. Like, they're already sloshed. Yeah. Or, yeah, they'd rather just go straight to the square. So, yeah. Um, I hate to, like put that on Texas State, but they are pretty good at living up to the reputation of being just a party school sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's nuts down there. So
0: nice.
2: That that was frustrating, too, because before I did the ESPN Plus thing, I was in Drumline, so I got to perform a lot, and my sister with a dancer, she got to perform a lot, so we'd always see, like, how many fans are there, and, you know, there usually was, like, barely any at the start, because they were all at the tailgate, and then, yeah, people would come fumbling in, but I feel Not like with the close many.
0: games there, too, so I feel like people would go like go to the stadium like, oh, the game's close? Like, let's go to the game type deal. Yeah, yeah, like yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, and that works out better. I guess it just depends, like, really, yeah. who they're playing and stuff.
1: At least you got happy during the baseball games.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're good at baseball. Aren't they good at basketball, too? Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're they're pretty good. Like a sun belt. And volleyball, too, right? Yeah, yeah they were. they're usually nationally ranked in yeah, volleyball. They're, they're so volleyball. Texas State has been... Been good at, like, everything for the past few years except football. But you know how it is, especially in Texas. Like, everyone focused focus on the football team. So it makes Texas State look bad when they're bad. But, yeah, if you look into it, baseball, basketball, volleyball, they're usually top of the conference. And yeah. right now baseball is ranked. And last year when I was working there, they weren't ranked, but they're they're pretty good. they
1: really. have you know, I'm. A, I played baseball. Um, oh right. So I, right. I've always I always follow college baseball. Right. Um. So they've always been good. They've always yeah. had a good program. So like yeah. this year when they beat Texas mm-hmm. and everybody's going crazy, I'm just like. Uh, You've always like they y'all beat us in the past before. Like y'all have always had a good program. <laughs> like
2: yeah, everyone is. uh yeah, I was in the, I was on the fence about that because you know I came from Texas State, but. I'm working for UT now, and mm-hmm. I almost worked that game, I think, because that was here, we right? We went. Yeah, I almost worked that game. So I, I was like, I didn't know who to root for because like, I was like, this is the team I'm working for right now against the team I went to school with. I guess I was rooting for Texas State, but I didn't like afterwards, like seeing all this stuff on Twitter, like Texas yeah. State calling It definitely annoyed fans. me. I was like. You were Man. at that
1: game. Was, uh, yeah. I was like, bro, this <laughs> yeah. is a basic Wednesday, yeah. Tuesday game, bro. Really? Yeah. What are you cheering for?
2: Yeah, like, like I wouldn't have got that hype, but I guess I understand.
1: I mean, like, the only reason, I guess, because they're the number one team in the country, but, like... Oh, uh, yeah, 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 they were. We just beat y'all the night before. Y'all beat us, like, the next day, and then we play y'all one more time, I think, coming up here soon mm-hmm. um, at Texas again. Okay. Um, But, no, I mean, <laughs> I guess it just rubbed me the wrong way, one, because of the way they're acting, and two, because they're a good team. Like, yeah. they're not a bad team.
2: Yeah, like they say, like, act like you've been there before. That, that's and, exactly what I said. And that was my thing. <laughs> I was like, okay, y'all got to chill out. Like, I get, like, trolling and stuff, but, like. Nah,
0: it was like, hilarious. And we were at the out. game, and but we, were we were, like, sat, like, kind of on the visitor side. Right. And the fans down there, they they literally had their phone up. It was a long at-bat, like, last mm. at-bat. It was they the had, two, it was two at-bats. Yeah, two at-bats. And they just had their phone up, and they were recording, like, the last out. And they, they just, every time they, were, <laughs> yeah. they, they did it like at least 10 times it was hilarious oh man <laughs> today's like oh it's funny
2: yeah so like I am a little I was happy for Texas State but I'm a little salty that like really started UT's fall from number one um, and I don't know yeah Texas State they can they can get pretty annoying sometimes but I know a lot of people are uh, annoyed with UT fans and too, that's just how sports is Like it is that's why I don't really say much anymore. Like, you just got to enjoy it. You can't be one of the people who get, like, too mad about it, too petty, too angry. Like, it's, it's a game. So, I
0: definitely do. You know? oh, for sure. With, <laughs> I definitely do. With, with that school in Austin, you know. I definitely do. I get, like, yeah. especially,
1: because, like, I'm a, I'm a big, big, big baseball fan. So, it's like, when Texas baseball sucks or they lose, like, I get, I generally get pissed. Yeah. Um, just because, like, so far, they Beat themselves for the most part. Yeah, like I did. Uh, with the way we lose is literally because of home runs. That's mm-hmm. that's literally it. Like they'll hit a home run, three run home run, two run home run, grand Man, trust, slam. Trust me. So it's now, like bro. it's like yeah. So especially
2: against like when it's like when we lost
1: to Texas. So the first game we played Texas State, mm. y'all scored so many runs because you hit a grand slam. Yeah, and yeah, like a two run home run. It was there, right? It was at it was two, at, it was at it San Marcos. Score was ten nine. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, then was the was next close. day. Y'all had a big fourth inning or fifth inning, and y'all hit a home run in that inning. Yeah, and uh, like when we played Texas Tech,
0: Drives. the first game,
1: <laughs> dude, the yeah. only runs that were scored were home runs were fra- well, between both teams. So it's like when we lose, it's like, <sighs> dude, like when we when we lost to um, College Charleston.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: For, uh, right. It was the first inning. Uh, they gave up six runs. One of them, dude, the grand yeah. slam.
2: I see all this stuff because, like, I worked in in the news, and I work. I'm working during the 10 p.m. news, so they always wrap up in the sports segment. What happened? And our sports anchor, he's like, <laughs> he just seems, seems like he's saying the same stuff like every week. Like, yeah, Texas it's just blew we lose because
1: of home runs. We won yesterday, but yeah, yeah. but we lose because of the home runs. So like that's like the. I mean, I love football. Don't get me wrong, and I'm a big yeah. UT football fan. But I mean, I played baseball, and baseball. that's like my. Favorite, sports, yeah. like your favorite sport second favorite
2: how'd you feel last year when didn't they like go to the
1: i was pissed <laughs> i think i think that was like the first time he's seen me like actually mad at a like yeah at a ut game or like a game in general because I'm, I'm also a cowboy fan yeah so it's like <laughs> i like i i'm just like i just like, sorry, at this point I'm no sorry. it's i mean I'm, okay. I'm used to it at this point i just kind of shrug it off at this point between but like Texas football, Cowboys football. Like, <laughs> I, I can't expect much anymore. Yeah. Uh, like I, uh,
2: no. I, feel I was just
1: you. telling them today as I like, do my my heart just can't take it anymore. I like, feel you. Hey. So feel I just you. my expectations are just here, and it yeah. adds, they go good, my expectations are still here. I feel you. That used to be me. Um, but no, last year Texas baseball uh, was definitely, definitely, definitely a heartbreaker.
2: Yeah, that's I was rooting for them.
1: Yeah. Definitely a heartbreaker because I definitely thought that we could have beat Vanderbilt. Um, yeah. Because we just had to get past really lighter, and I knew they couldn't hit well. Yeah. And our pitching staff was, was great, and um,
2: yeah. I mean, just went, went the it other way. Happens, man. That that's why that I was, was kinda, a good game. So I was kind of salty when uh, they lost to Texas State, and then you know they started dropping in the ranks because I wanted to see them go back. And I know, mean, like,
1: they'll, they'll they'll still. So, in baseball, the way it works is top 16 teams will right. host the regional. Mm. Top eight teams will host the super regional. Right. So, I guess the top eight teams that are left from the regional host the super regional. So, if you're, if say one through eight nationally ranked teams make right. it to after the super, after the regional, they'll host the super regional. So, they could still host and they can still make it to Omaha, will yeah. they? This is the first time where I'm like, Skeptical about our pitching, because yeah. the usually are hitting, but, like, our hitting's, quote-unquote, doing good this year, and our pitching's not yeah. good at all. Um, they should at least make it to a Super Regional.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely keep up with it, and I, I might work some more games, so... I'll see. I'll I'll be thinking. About I'm just hoping State we host because we yeah, have to get top
0: yeah,
1: eight yeah. national seed. Yeah,
0: because Texas State was ranked like ten at one time, and he was like, they're not going to stay there. But I personally wanted them to be sixteen and Texas because I wanted to go to both. Like, oh yeah, so we could do content and stuff. Yeah, yeah really, just yeah, that'd both, be tight. Because right. when
1: they're ranked ten, I was like, if they lose one series, they drop on to twenty. And I think they lost against Georgia Southern, I think, and right. uh, they dropped to nineteen. Um, and now I think they're like. 15 or 17 or something like that. Yeah. I don't know exactly what they are. Um but um it'll be good for Texas State definitely to host a regional because you have only made one regional since 2012. Really? And you've never hosted. Yeah, so the yeah. host a regional is a big thing.
0: And y'all's fan base it'd be it'd be bumping up there for Yeah. You. for sure. Dude, I I'd try to go down there if that happens. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um so I mean cuz the Texas the Texas Texas State game is typically sold out. Yeah. So if it's a regional, I mean, you know it's going to yeah, be – so that's why like It's playoffs, and it's probably like one of the few sports where tickets are affordable for yeah. playoffs. Because mm-hmm. um, I think – at least at Texas, I think you can get, like, uh, the two games for, like, 40 bucks or something like that. Yeah, that's nice. And um, yeah, that's typically it's typically what games. it is. So. <clears throat> i will be wild, though,
2: if that happens, especially after what happened of – Past two games, like you yeah. get hype, get yeah, pretty hype. yeah,
1: uh, but I mean, you still got a long season, yeah, anything can happen. That's the beauty of baseball, anything can happen, right? Um, that's why I like it so much, but, uh, anyways, back to you. What you do now for CBS, right? What, what necessarily is that? Like, I know you said you get paid to watch TV, but like, what, what does your job entail?
2: So, really, to put it a simple way, like, I have to make sure everything on the CBS channel runs correctly. So I'm in charge of making sure the commercials run on time, the shows start on time, our newscast starts and ends on time. So that's why I'll count in the production team, count them out, make sure they finish on time. And, you know, like, it can get it can get tough. You know, there's live stuff. Sometimes the news team goes over, they're like, hey, we need uh, 15 more seconds. So I have to delete, like, a 15-second promo uh usually not like a local commercial spot because that's like where we make our money Mm -hmm. and that's why my job is so important because i gotta make sure all our local commercials run like those people pay us a lot of money uh what are
1: local commercials it's just like 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 yeah, yeah yeah. okay
2: exactly like that all that stuff so i see like i see a thousand commercials a day and I I have to make sure they all run correctly, and especially during sports on the weekends. Like everyone's watching the games. We we aired some playoff games, and that's when they're like, okay, like you better not mess up, because sometimes it is weird. It's I'm not gonna go into it, but like I operate off of a playlist, Hmm. like, and I time out everything correctly. I've seen it
1: before, like being in the Longhorn Network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's
2: it's pretty much like that. So. I got to make sure everything is just on time and sometimes it's a lot of math. Sometimes you have to make quick decisions like one commercial might end like five seconds earlier than you thought and then you have like five seconds of black like so if, if you're ever watching TV and it goes to black or a commercial gets cut off that's my fault. That's the that's it's the master control operator and there's one for like most most channels. So if you ever see something like that happen, it is one thousand percent my fault.
1: Is it a stressful job? Yeah, I was
0: about to ask that. High stress.
2: Uh, at first it was. Now I'm just like, whatever. Like, like I, I'm pretty comfortable. <laughs> and we had this thing. I don't know how much I can like say about this, but in November there was like a cyber attack on Sinclair, the company CBS is in. So all of our systems crashed. And, like, things were going bad constantly. Like, it was hard to get the news team on air. Like, our channel was just messed up. So, like, we experienced a lot of mess-ups during that. But that got me comfortable. Like, you know, if you mess up, just whatever, like, recover. Like, I messed up the other night on Monday. Like, I, I cut off uh, the news team, like, a little too early. And um, my boss talked to me about it. I was like, yeah, I was just like, I miscalculated the out time. Like And that rarely happens because I'm so used to it. But, you know, it happens at this point. Um, it, it doesn't get me, like, super nervous. I remember, like, the first month, I would be so nervous. Like, for example, like, during an award show, like, uh, the Grammys will have, like, the 10 p.m. newscast right after. And usually award shows go over it. They run long. Mm-hmm. So they, they're supposed to end, say, like, at 10. The newscast is supposed to start. I'm supposed to count in the production team. At 10, but the Grammys are running long. So the whole time I have the production team on standby, like standby, they still have like two more awards or whatever. I gotta make sure that I tell the production team to start at the correct time. Like if I see the Grammys, the credits rolling, I'll be like, okay, get ready. And then CBS will pop up like a 10 second promo real quick, uh, just advertising whatever for CBS. So I'll count them down as soon as I hit that 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. And then we'll go. But it's really easy to mess that up if you're not paying attention. So, those are, like, the moments that will get me kind of nervous. So, it's really just all the live events. And, like, sometimes
1: it's like that with sports, but
2: it's not like that all the time. So,
1: If you mess up, do they, even, do they get mad at you like that? Or is uh, it <clears throat> more of, like, a just what, what, like what happened?
2: They'll, like, they'll talk to you about it. They don't really get mad because right now, like, this, we have a new supervisor – and he, he doesn't know that much. He came from a, another station, I think KVU or something. Uh, so really, I, I know more than anybody in that building, uh, except for the guy who trained me on the primetime shift. Because there's only like two people to shift, me and the other primetime guy. So my supervisor is still like learning our systems and stuff. So if I mess up, he won't even, like, he'll be confused about it. And I'll explain to him what happened. And he'll be like, okay, just, like, make sure you do this next time. So, But I've been a good worker and everything. I'm pretty reliable. I probably mess up one of the least. So I don't really get in trouble. Like, we'll have a talk about it, and we'll try to prevent it from happening each time. Because every mess up, like, there's always money involved. If I cut off a commercial, that's money. Like, if I forget to run a sponsor during the 10 p.m. news, like, That's money. So
1: they pay attention to stuff like that, like the people who pay y'all. So like, if you cut it off three seconds earlier, like they pay attention. Like
2: it's the sales department, really. So sometimes you can get away with it. I've had some crazy mess ups on the weekend, and nobody like it it goes under the (laughs) goes under the radar. Like it'll be like thirty seconds of black because I miscalculated when like the news would end or. And no one will notice sometimes, but that's usually only on the weekends. Like during the weekdays, everybody's watching primetime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's where, I, that's why my shift is so important. Like I usually can't mess up like that.
0: What, what is your normal shift hours or like, how is that? Three
2: to 11. Okay. Uh, Every day, and I only have Tuesdays and Wednesdays off, so I work weekends. You That's know, not too bad. Three to eleven. Yeah, yeah, I got used to it. I got pretty used to it. And the weekends you got there are chill. The morning
0: and stuff too. Like you can, you can really go to bed at twelve and like still wake up pretty early and do yeah, stuff throughout the day. I
2: usually go to bed at like two or three, wake up at like ten, I like get a workout in, and so I I actually have like way more time than college. Like like people will think i'm super busy it's just that my schedule is like the opposite of most people and that's why we've been trying to do this for so long because i'm usually busy during these hours like if i'm not there i'm like working a ut game so but i do have the mornings to myself Uh, so i have way more time than college in college i was doing like two part-time jobs classes studying for classes like that that's uh, i hated school but so now like i i I like my schedule. I do hope to work morning soon just so I can, like, hang out with people. Mm-hmm. And just, have a social life. Yeah. Like, yeah. this past this past month, I told them I wasn't going to work any baseball games. I worked, like, two at first. Um, but I just really wanted these days off, like, you know, so I can be here. Last week, I went to a concert. The week before, I went to, like, a boxing match. And I just – sometimes you just got to – sometimes you got to slow down. and And that's how – I learned that the hard way like how i said in november and october i only had like three or four days off combined in those months like just because you're good at having just because you're good at having a lot on your plate doesn't mean you should because like if you fail to slow down you start operating out of a depleted state and when you start operating out of a depleted state you become a shell of what god created you to be Mm -hmm. and you know and that's that's when you start like just going through the motions and anxiety starts winning battles in your head like am I am I good enough am I gonna mess up today like this is like my 15th day working in a row am I gonna pass out or like so I, I had to learn to slow down and that's what I'm doing now so right now I'm not working that much on the side and stuff but you know I have that switch like maybe when football season comes back around like like I'm a dog when when it's time, I'll I'll turn that switch back on, and I know, reset. yeah, yeah, I'll just go. But you know, resting is important, and that's what I've been doing too.
1: So on those blackout screens that you have for like, I guess CBS, yeah, on like ESPN Plus, they have the commercial break in progress. Is that what they just uh, replaced that with?
2: Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, so if we're in black. I'll throw up a CBS Austin slate um, but usually like it's it's different like if you're watching on the ESPN plus app like the local the local commercials they don't pay to be on the app it's only cable television and so that's why like I work in cable television so really if you ever see that on cable television that's bad like and <laughs> Like just CBS Austin, like that means like I'm panicking back there. Like okay, like we need to get back on track somehow. So yeah, it depends. Like if you're watching it on an app, that's probably not bad. If you're watching it over here on cable TV, which really a lot of people don't even watch anymore. Yeah. Like when I mess up, I'm I'm ups- upsetting like our parents, like all the old people. Like.
0: Who that watching news and stuff,
2: you know. Yeah, I don't, I don't do like the news, man. But yeah, I, I try the to news. block it out. The only
1: <laughs> news I look at is like the weather. Yeah, I'll go on you for the weather. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. then I'll just like. On you know your iPhone, you swipe all the way left. Mm-hmm. It like gives you the news. I will just read those headlines real quick uh, and call it a day. So the
0: news is like when you go to a hotel and you like turn it on when you first get there, and it's like you like hear about the crime in the city you're at. That's like what I think. Dude, the news, yeah. Oh, what kind I've, of are you going to? That, <laughs> shit, Albuquerque, boy. <laughs> I'll tell you something. I ain't never, had, I ain't never had that problem.
1: What the hell? <laughs> tell me about the sunniness that's there. Oh, Damn. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It, it gets brutal
2: sometimes. <laughs> like it just it, it. Sometimes it gets depressing, and that's why I try to block it out, and then. We'll have the national news too, and that's when they'll start talking about, like, you know, uh, everything that's going on in the yeah, world, Ukraine and politics. And that's when I'm like, man, it sucks. Like, it, cause, you know, some of this, it gets me mad or it gets me really sad. So, but at this point, I think I'm pretty used to it. I kind of block it out. Um, but, you know, I also have to, a job to do, so I got to kind of pay attention. So, I eventually, yeah, I want to move on from that. But right now, it's a really good starting job. Like, they pay me. They pay me pretty well. I I can afford everything pretty much. And, you know, my whole life, I struggled financially. Like, I grew up um, west side San Antonio. Both my parents' high school dropouts, five kids, you know, sharing a room with my brother, sharing a bed with my older brother. Mm -hmm. So right now, like, I'm just thankful. Like, I have my own bed, and I have a job I can... Uh, provide for myself with so I'm I'm very grateful and I think that's the key to happiness nowadays is just having gratitude and Mm -hmm. you know I'll admit it's probably easier for me since I grew up with not much but you know that's something I try to keep in my head every day or whenever I had bad days at work or like I like I want to move on from this job I got to remind myself like I literally prayed for this like so bad fresh out of college like and it's a huge blessing. So that gratitude always brings me back.
1: That's good. It's always good to have. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, I don't know from experience, but just, like, from going to my grandparents' house or going to uh, or hearing my mom talk about it, like, they had my mom, my aunt, my three uncles, so five of them in a two-bedroom house.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it was. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of my friends had it like a lot worse than me too. A lot of the friends I grew up with. Like my my family situation wasn't even that bad compared. So it, it helps you put things in perspective really. And I always keep that in the back of my mind.
1: From doing the uh control master stuff, like what what are your goals or like what's the next step that you wanna that you wanna take, that you wanna do?
2: I've been thinking about that a lot recently and see I'm not really sure. I'm not I'm not the one to like make a plan. I'm always just like whatever is in front of me I'm just going to work hard on it and grind. I want to work in sports broadcasting. I don't want to be a master control operator forever, but like if I eventually like if I get an opportunity to be to do what I'm doing right now at CBS Austin somewhere cooler like ESPN or something like I'll probably take it. But I don't really see that happening. I don't know. And that's why I'm so big on like if you follow me on social media, I'll, I'm big on like God's plan and not my plan, God's plan and you really just have to figure out your purpose and it's, it's, it's slow. So right now, like it is a process. Uh, that's why I was saying. Like, sometimes I just, I want to get out of there. Like, like I'm tired of this, tired of the news, but then I got to realize like, you know, may, this is God's plan for me, whether I'm doing this for another year or another 10 years, like I'm sure it'll all work out. Like right now, I don't, I don't see myself doing it for a long time. I see myself maybe completely, transferring to 100 percent freelance and i thought about that recently just because that's when you get to work your own schedule and i don't have to pass up gigs like austin fc like i passed it up three times and that hurts that that hurts me but like you know I'm, I'm i'm pretty comfortable where i am right now having this job pay the bills and then all the extra money on the side
1: your uh, old boss at texas state doesn't ha- have any connections anywhere that could like help you get into, like, ESPN or, like, ACC Network, SEC Network?
2: Uh, maybe. It, it's it's a lot easier said than done because, mm-hmm. like, he can, he can steer me the right way all he wants. But, like, if they see that I don't have enough experience yet, they're not going to take me. Like, with the UT thing, it was last minute. They needed someone last minute, and thankfully I did a good job working at Texas State. So he called me up and was like, I trust that you'll do a good job. And that's why it's important to work hard at everything you do. Because in college, I I earned his respect and he saw I was a good worker. So I was like the first one he called up during that. So it really just depends. It depends on who you know and how much you've done. So, And that's why I try to take advantage of every opportunity. Like right now, there's a billion people in Austin who still have, who have like way more experience than me in freelance camera work. So those are going to be the guys who get, those bigger opportunities and like, hey, we need you to film this Cowboys game this weekend. Like, can you do it? But so that's that's where the patience comes in God's plan, not mine. Like I can say I wanna work for the NFL, but like, we'll see. Like that's why I just whatever in front whatever is in front of me right now, like, I'm gonna grind on it. Even if I don't end up working sports broadcasting, like, I don't know, maybe I'll become a famous movie star, maybe I'll become a garbage man. Either way, like that's why I'm so grateful for what I am right now, like like as quick as as quickly as God has blessed me with everything I have right now that can be taken away from me. Mm-hmm. So, uh I'm just I'm very big on living in the moment. Mm-hmm. And that's how I stay happy and yeah. yeah.
0: That's good. Um do you have any like cameras of your own that you besides like I know you do like when you do your jobs and stuff do you have like your own personal camera that you use to like make your own stuff with
2: see i don't and i've thought about getting into that and a lot of people get like confused on like they think i'll i do that for like teams but like what i do i work in a team they have the cameras yeah and it's usually like they're not wireless like that they're like live cameras so having my camera on the side i've thought about doing that because that's when you can do all your own side projects and I could probably pick that up quick, not really like photography, like taking pictures, more like videography, just because I'm so used to like recording live stuff, Mm -hmm. so I have thought about that, Uh, maybe if I ever become full-time freelance, when I'm not working sports, games, I'll try to do that, like, uh, because I feel like I would be down to work other stuff, like, I'm very big on music, like recording concerts and everything, too, like, it wouldn't just have to be sports. So, I definitely can see that happening. me getting a camera, but no, I don't have that right now, and I'm not very educated on cameras like that, so
1: well, well,
0: we know people <laughs> so, yeah, what's
1: the uh craziest game you've shot
2: man, that probably that Kansas one yeah, <laughs> that, that overtime one like for me, for me. It, it actually felt like the home opener. I don't even remember who UT was playing. I don't know if you remember. Louisiana Wait, Lafayette. This Lafayette. past year? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Louisiana yeah. Lafayette. That was that was the craziest for me just because I've never been in that environment. I had never been to a UT game. I grew up watching UT because my dad's UT fan. He just – like he watched, you know, Vince Young, Cole McCoy, all those guys. So I naturally like watched UT too. I wasn't like a huge fan. But – just being in that atmosphere, and I got to do the coin toss. Like, I was the only newbie on our eight-man camera team, and I got to be right in the center, home opener, UT fans going crazy. It was super loud, and that's what—that's when I was like, man, this is crazy. So that was like, that felt like a huge game just for me, and they ended up winning, and the fans were pretty lit the whole time. But with that Kansas game, I think I was just already super comfortable. Like, it was probably that was probably like the loudest game at the end but at that point I'm already like focused like you know got to get the shots and they ended up losing so it got quiet real quick
1: Who who are your teams
2: Uh so I'm I'm very big on the NFL really mm-hmm. and I love the 49ers just cuz my dad raised me to be a 49er fan I'm Sorry I know I beat well, the Cowboys What
1: how so is he from San Antonio or no
2: Yeah he's from <clears throat> San Antonio but he just he grew up uh like all his family liked the Cowboys and you know, he was, just, he was one of those so kids. So it was the rival. It
1: was during the rival time. Yeah, he was one of those gotcha. kids who were like, I'm going to root yeah. against. For, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha.
2: So it was during those days. And he raised my whole family to be 49ers fans. So that's like, that is my team. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm not super big on college football, but I will root for North Carolina just because I'm from there. They haven't really been good at football. Uh, this year they weren't that good. Last year they, they weren't they've so been, bad. They've been decent you lately. Know? Yeah, they've yeah. been better, uh, Sam Howell, quarterback. Yeah. So I won't really, like, I won't get mad over that, over those losses or anything. You know, in basketball, I like OKC just because, like I said, I grew up watching nice. UT. I watched Kevin Durant. He eventually got drafted to the Sonics, and then they turned to OKC. I just followed him and ended up liking the team. Um, so I have a lot of different reasons. And then Rangers, just because I live in Texas. So I was like, I might as well have at least one Texas team, like, so, but yeah, the Forty ers are like—that's when I get hype. How you're mm-hmm. talking about? Like, I'll be punching walls. Like, I've, I'll I'll break mirrors. And or when OKC was good too, and they had KD and Westbrook, and they blew a three-one lead to the Warriors Bruh, in the Western been, Finals. God, but been but there, then man. you know the Warriors ended up blowing a three-one lead to LeBron, and I love LeBron, <laughs> so you know it worked out. I'm not super like I don't watch as much sports as I used to, but. I'm still in the know about it and stuff.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you see a lot of it, like working, I mean, yeah, you working.
2: Oh yeah, I I get to see a lot whether I'm at work or like I get on social media a lot, Twitter. Like I haven't watched much NBA this year, but I see all the highlights. You know, just last night, John Moran yeah. game winner works. and the dunk. Like, yeah,
0: he's going crazy. That game was he's going
1: was crazy. crazy. Yeah,
2: so I'll, I'll always be in to- in tune with that, and you know, I'll always watch the finals and stuff. Like, I'm 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 gonna watch the finals.
1: Uh, Were you able to watch this past, the 49ers-Rams game? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Like, I straight, like, don't miss a 49ers game. And usually I'll be working. Uh, We didn't show a lot of games on CBS. I think we only showed, like, the 49ers and Cowboys game. Yeah. How about I say that was on CBS. Yeah, it was, like, literally my job to watch that. Like, I got paid to watch my team beat the Cowboys. So that was cool. But, yeah, with the Rams, I was, like, kind of watching it off to the side while, like, I don't know, golf was going on or something. And that's when I was, like man <laughs>
1: punching air yeah punching air man <laughs> jimmy
2: g but yeah the 49ers you like jimmy g i mean i i like him i think he's a good leader he's a solid quarterback but i think it's trey lance time you know uh i don't think the 49ers linemen are good enough to just have a pocket passer like that sitting back trey lance is mobile he can run uh, I think Jimmy G deserves more credit than he's got. I still think he's the top twenty quarterbacks. People act like he's the damn worst, and yeah, he's solid, man. He's he's done some good stuff. Um, yeah, I think he just they, wins. yeah, they they do need to trade him though, because 49ers have like the biggest uh, salary quarterback room. Like, I think we're paying the second most for our quarterback room, and and we're gonna bench him this season. We're paying him a lot of money to be on the bench. Who's the first? Trey she Lance. Yeah. Got no, no.
1: To... So who's the first? Because you said you're the second oh, biggest Oh, uh,
0: I don't remember. I don't I'm remember. trying to think.
1: That's what I'm uh, – I can't uh, think of anybody. Shit, right maybe now. the right now, Packers? Right now, Packers? Maybe? Them or the Browns right yeah, now. Yeah, maybe the Packers. The Sean
0: oh. and Baker's contract together. Oh. Could be them. I don't know. Mm. When when did you see that?
1: This was like three weeks ago. It might be it the might, Browns in. might be that. Yeah, then. Packers yeah. or the Browns because I think they paid Jordan Love – yeah, A decent amount. Yeah, he got drafted mm-hmm. in the
0: first round, too. Yeah. That first round, that first round is nice. Yeah, yeah. That's,
1: so, I don't know. You want Debo to stay? Yeah, I was about to ask that.
2: Yeah, I want him to stay. Um, he's my favorite player. And, you know, there's a lot of reports going around right now. I don't know. He he could have been traded, like, right now. We, we don't even know it. Like, the draft is tomorrow. But I want him to stay. I think Debo is better with the 49ers, and the 49ers are better with him. I just think Kyle Shanahan can use people like no one else can, especially He's Debo. Great play and, caller. And having a player like on your team, like, it's just hard to replace. So.
0: Yeah, he, he was. it was crazy what he was doing just that whole season, just, like, not only as a receiver, but just, like, as yeah. a running back, because all those running backs got hurt for the 49ers. Yeah. They drafted Trey Sermon, and, like, yeah. Molster got hurt. Oh, man, first game, <laughs> too. Yeah, like I,
1: that. F- I feel like it- – it's hard in his position because he doesn't want to play like running back anymore. He just wants straight by receiver. Yeah. But like you can put him in so many packages where he's like the, at the end of the day, it's about the team, unfortunately. And they don't, they're not going to care about you at the end of the day. That's That's how it is.
2: And even at receiver, he had the most drops in the league and he'd even get that many targets. Like, I think he had 12 drops. So he was, he was definitely best at doing both, both of those. So I don't know if he wants to be just receiver, like, like that's cool, but I don't think he should expect like the huge money like that
0: um, yeah it's just the market is insane, like the like Christian Kurt got like eighty four million dollars yeah. he's he's not he's okay he's he's- he's decent, but he he's not he got paid like a damn near like a number one on like a, right, yeah
2: yeah, it's crazy, yeah, everyone me. wants the money nowadays, I mean. I mean, Debo said it wasn't about the money, but we'll see. Like, right now, like, he's in oh big talks with the them money. with the Jets. Yes, sir. Like, so, like. <laughs> Shut up, fake fan. Like, if you're going oh, to the Jets, baby. it has to be about the money because they're not a Super Bowl contender. Yeah. but They're they kind of building
1: the pieces.
0: I'm they, not going to hey, lie. They got him, and they have Elijah Moore already, and then they draft, like, Olave or Garrett. That shit's nice.
1: Hey, Garrett's supposed to go they to They tried to trade
2: uh, Elijah Moore, apparently, for Debo, like,
1: uh-huh. and yeah. a couple picks. Um, I wouldn't be mad at that either. Garrett's supposed to go to the. Redskins, that's disgusting. <laughs> that's what I said. The um, commanders. the, oh, Redskins. Yeah, the commanders. <laughs> that's actually <disgusting>. the Redskins.
0: <laughs> McLaurin would be nice, but like the team is just, their jerseys. Yeah, like, they just this disgusting. Yeah, right? it is. It is.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, that's yeah. shameful.
0: Um, what other hobbies do you have? Because I know when I met you and I followed you on Instagram, you had like a Honda Civic that you oh yeah up stuff. Are you still driving that?
2: Yeah, I'm still driving it. I don't really work on it because I was like a project car. Okay. You know, and um, that was my hobby for a little bit. I think I just got tired of f- fixing that up. I never really got inside the hood. And uh, I don't even have a license. I don't know if I can say that. Like, I don't really Really? I, yeah, I <laughs> so so I can't, I can't be out here, like, racing and stuff. As long stuff. as you don't get caught, like, eh? like, yeah. uh For, like, just the simple fact that I haven't taken my driver's license. Like, I've been... I've been busy. I say that, but I've definitely had some time <laughs> in the past few well, years. Went to a boxing match. Like, went I, yeah, I went to crazy. hang out with friends. Had that uh, car for some... two years. Like I don't know. I just never got around to getting my license. Did
0: you get like a car late or something, and so you like didn't really yeah. think about
1: getting? your license? Well, I feel like, in, yeah. I mean, I also don't know like your situation growing up, but the situation growing up also probably didn't hope yeah.
2: that. No, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, ah, uh, uh, so I got that car. Two years ago, my junior year of college, s- simply just because I I could never afford a car growing yeah. up. Like I grew up in the trenches. My parents they couldn't afford that either. We all had to work for a car. Like, granted, I could have been smarter with my money. Like in high school, working or whatever, I could have saved up, but I never did.
1: I mean, we're young. We don't think about yeah. that. Like down the line, I'm like damn, I wish I did that. But like in the moment, like we're young. Yeah. You know
2: like yeah. and at Texas State. For the first few years, I lived right next to campus, so I didn't really, like, need a car. Like, it was whatever. So, yeah, when I got that car, it was mid-pandemic, and that's, like, the driver's license thing, uh, the DMV, like, it was going to take months to get, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'll just wait till this is all over, and...
1: I had to <laughs> renew mine during that time, and it was like, Uh-oh. for me to renew, it was like a six-month wait, I was Gosh. like...
2: Gosh, see, yeah, so that was what? my excuse at first, like... Like, it's just a long wait. Now, I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm done. But, yeah, I still drive it. I don't really work on it anymore. Mm-hmm. Now, like, my hobbies, I'll just, I like playing guitar. I like, you I've know, that, like, watching it. movies, whatever. Like, the stuff I grew up doing. Like, I've played guitar for a long time. I was never that good. But, you know, I always do it on the
0: side. Um, so, I know you're a boxing guy. I'm oh, a boxing
2: yeah, guy. Yeah. You like Ryan Garcia, right? Dude, yeah, I love Ryan G. <laughs> you like Ryan Garcia? Dude, yeah, I love Gross. him. Gross. I don't think he's the
0: best, but... Yeah, I, I do like him because, like, I watched his upbringing and his story. Like, yeah, 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 that's I, the I like thing. that. Yeah, I do like that.
2: That's the thing. I feel like I can relate to him on that level. And people yeah. will, like, get on his case for being, like, a social media boxer or whatever. Yeah. But I'm one of the people, like, I like seeing that. I like seeing the process and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh He had... And he's young, he has said some childish things like calling out people or whatever, but you know, that's that's boxing, yeah, that's, that's sports. Comes with it but I'm I'm also non biased. Like yeah, he's in like the most popular division right now, lightweight. Yeah. I can like Tank Davis, he's on top of that division. Yeah. And like I'm I, I wouldn't hesitate to say like Tank would probably be Ryan G. Right oh, he's now. not he's knocking him out. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Loma in there. Yeah, Loma Oh my
2: he's both knock knock. them knocking him out. Like, yeah, they're both R- Ryan Ryan Garcia's probably not even top three yet but i think he could get to that yeah, point he has potential his yeah. defense
0: is just kind of like he, he's fast and he does have power it's just his defense yeah his just,
2: defense his footwork he's yeah. still trying to mature on that mm-hmm. but yeah so that's the reason why i like him i'm not like one of those delusional fans who's like oh he's just better than everybody yeah. I, yeah. I i just like him because you know he's yeah. very relatable, relatable. And, i understand that and yeah. you get to see all his stuff in the process and you know, where he came from, and I feel like I can relate to that a lot more, and I could probably relate to a lot of other boxers, too, because that's the story with a lot of boxers, like, they came from the trenches, but the thing with Ryan G, he, he'll actually talk about it, and he'll talk about, like, his anxiety issues and stuff yeah. like that, so that's why I'm a fan of him, like, he, he I don't think he's the, the best. His
0: fight recently, right? Where was that at? Yeah, that
1: was in San Antonio. San Antonio. Yeah, oh, yeah. Him and Tank both fought in San Antonio recently.
0: I, I, Tank fought there, too?
1: Not that same card, but I it was in October or something, yeah,
2: last year. Damn, uh, and yeah, Tank's the guy, he's he's raw, but like if they fight, I feel like Tank would win. But I'll definitely be rooting for Ryan G. I
0: just need them to fight just one because it's just it'll it'll be very entertaining, it'll be yeah, those high because like boxing right now, it's really just Canelo, and then you have like yeah, they fought this past weekend, but yeah, Canelo's just popped out these younger people, and that that division's. Nice, Errol yeah. Spence. He just fought too. Oh yeah, yeah. he's he's cold. Too. He's top five pound uh, for yeah. pound. But uh, oh, he
1: built different. Man got in car crash, came out knocking people yeah. out. But you know
0: he wanted to fight without. Like he was about to lose his eye, and then he wanted to still fight, and then they told him no because he was just like. They, he was about. He literally would have lost his eye if he would have fought. how yeah. his eye was. It was like something was wrong with it. Yeah, yeah it was, he's a he's, dog. He's different. Built different. Two <laughs>
1: questions. One, how do you feel about the Paul brothers? And two, how do you feel about UFC?
2: Okay, those are good questions. The the Paul brothers, I'm indifferent on that. I I, I don't l- like them as, like, people, but I like – well, let me mainly talk about Jake Paul because he's the one really boxing. Mm-hmm. Like, Logan Paul, he only had that Mayweather fight, really. And I, I love Mayweather, so I watched it, you know, whatever. Jake Paul, what he's doing, his run, he hasn't lost. I like it because it has brought more attention to boxing – some people say it's a dying sport, but he's – and he's gotten uh, boxers more opportunity, like, what, especially women boxers. Like, I forgot her name. I think Amanda Serrato or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. She's fighting this weekend, and she joined, like, J. Paul's <laughs> team, and he's really helping her get recognition. So I think that's cool, but at the same time, like, I think he, – he says a lot of out-of-pocket stuff that he should not say, and it, may, it makes me like him a lot less – and so I understand why people root against him, because it sometimes it almost seems like he's making a mockery of the sport. Um, but when it comes down to it, like as a boxing fan, like for me, it's all about entertainment. So if I turn on his fight and he knocks someone out, like that's entertaining for me. So cool. But I, I'm not gonna say he's a good fighter because I don't think he really is. I
0: just need his agent too because that dude like every fight is so strategic. He just fights, like, with the washed-up, like, MMA fighters. Yeah. The dudes who just grappled in MMA. Yeah. The, so, I think know.
2: he's at the point now where you can't get away with that, though. Yeah. Like, his next fight has to be a boxer. And he was going to face Tommy Fury last yeah, year. Yeah, Tommy Fury. Oh, uh, I, yeah. I think he would have got beat. Yeah. And apparently they're in talks right now because he just fought, too, Tommy yeah. Fury, and he won. Um, But we'll see. I, I don't think he'll be, like, big in boxing or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I think he's just, like, challenge Mike Tyson today and it's
0: like
1: is he able to fight Tank uh he's too big right no yeah he's too, he's big. too
0: big yeah
1: yeah because like uh like when after he beat Tyrone like that was like the number one person on his list was like uh Javante Davis but I, was, Dude, I yeah. still feel like Javante will knock him out but that's, yeah. that's just me. Yeah. I
2: know he will like yeah. boxing is tough and like if you watch a lot of it you can look at Jake Paul and really the only thing he's good at is His knockout power, like his footwork, is so bad. But you know, it it just it depends on who he's fighting. I have usually been rooted for him because he's facing going to your second question, UFC guys. I I'm not a big UFC guy. I only watch like the big fights. If it's like a UFC boxer coming, UFC fighter coming into boxing, I'm gonna root for the boxer just because I don't like seeing like UFC guys like winning at the other person's sport. Like I don't think they ever will though.
1: I yeah, mean and vice versa yeah like yeah, with Mc, mcgregor
2: yeah. mcgregor and mayweather like that i i i rooted for mayweather for sure now, like,
1: in my opinion that will probably be the best u f c boxing crossover. match crossover yeah. fighter i don't say there'll ever be, but at this point right now, yeah Because yeah. even um uh, uh, and um and Jay- uh no and um Oh, Nugandu, yes Francis Ngannou, oh. they're talking about yeah. uh oh, yeah, fighting yeah. he's gonna get, he's gonna get cleaned but up, bro. i don't like I don't <laughs> See, think I that like would be a good fight. but too. I don't think that would be like a good fight yeah I think you know. that I thought the man with their fight was stopped too early yeah because that like that's yeah. the, that's the difference between like UFC because I'm a big UFC fan I don't I'm not a big mm-hmm. boxing fan I don't really like boxing like that yeah. um like in UFC when like when you're getting beat to death like you're still like yeah, for the most part, fighting back, you know what's going on, mm-hmm. and like during when like Conor was getting punched, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say he's used to it, but he's used to it. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's used to like limbs yeah. coming at him. Like it was a little early, and I was, agree. I think there was not that much time left in the round. There yeah, wasn't. it was like I, a I, minute I think or less it, or right? something like that. Yeah, yeah was, all salty. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, Why and did it's stop like, it. Dog? As a
0: consumer, you wanted to watch it longer. Yeah, you know? yeah. And,
1: and it, there was like what three more rounds or something, like two more rounds. Like just let it go. Like he's fine. Like.
0: Yeah, I'm a fan of knockouts too. Mayweather's not
1: anyway. if 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 Nate Diaz didn't knock him out, Mayweather's not knocking him out. Yeah. That's yeah. how I look at it. Like the first Nate Diaz fight he fought, or the second one he fought, where they were like had that war,
0: mm-hmm. or
1: the second one because he got submitted the yeah, first yeah, one, yeah. the second one. Like if that didn't knock him out, Mayweather's not knocking him out because Mayweather doesn't knock people out. Yeah, he out.
2: doesn't have that power. Yeah,
0: I think if boxing wanted to improve. They just have to do with UFC. The reason why I'm getting more into UFC them all, because I'm like, you I like boxing more, but yeah. UFC, they just make everyone fight, and you can't duck anyone, and yeah, there's also yeah, yeah. one title. Like, boxing, there's, like, so many different Dude, titles, oh and it gets gosh. confusing, especially if you, like, try to show someone boxing. They're like, well, this person is the, <laughs> like, is this too much? Like, yeah. you need one unified like title 50 for belts and make people fight. So
2: then, Yeah, that's why I understand how yeah. UFC, it's, like, bigger now, and... That's so why I won't like dog anybody for watching that. Like yeah. I even watch it sometimes.
1: Me, me, I I just think UFC's it also harder. Regarded, it is harder. Because like yeah. in boxing, you, like you just like yeah, they're fast as hell. Yeah. But like you just have hands coming at you. UFC, you, go, yeah. you gotta worry about it. take down, a kick, an elbow, see, a knee. I mean, you, you name yeah. it. You finish so many different ways. Yeah, it seems too. tough, that, and I'm just, not super
2: educated dope. about that, but I can like, definitely see it. being I mean, because
1: uh, he Albert used to um, train a little bit, and he can say like grappling alone yeah. takes so much energy out of you. Yeah, it's like you get tired, and then like if you're if you're on bottom trying to hold somebody down Mm -hmm. like your your legs are getting out of there so like you like your legs are just done like it 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 does get tiring i don't think people also realize that either
2: yeah no it it seems tough like it's it's brutal to watch too maybe that's my thing too like sometimes it's just too much for me like i'll say no i like like that kind of stuff like that's tough like man humans should not be hit that way
1: but yeah i I like that brutal kind of stuff like the did you watch the fight a couple weeks ago with the it got like stopped because the dude was just getting beat too bad?
2: No, I uh, I think I know what fight you're talking
0: about though. Yeah, like
1: I I like that like that kind of like <laughs> bro, like I was like bro. Dude, like, yeah, you also it's... went to
0: one of, the, one of the goriest cards. I did. In, I went US to
1: history. um it was supposed to be the first Conor McGregor versus Aldo fight. Yeah. But that's when Aldo, like, broke his rib and pulled out. Right. And then he fought Chad Mendes. Oh. Um, the fight before that, he fought Rory McDonald. Yeah. Um, he didn't fight. Oh, Rory McDonald and, um, what's his name? Um, Robbie Lawler mm. fought. And that was a damn war. Like Yeah. One, uh, one had a... One had a broken foot and a broken nose, right? And then Robbie Lawler had a split lip. It it was crazy. Mm-hmm. It was like, I was like, like I This is nice. Yeah. all over the map, bro. <laughs> This it, is and nice. Connor was getting
0: fucked up too in
1: that fight, right? Mm, he to, uh, he wasn't getting.
0: Well, not really, but like he was losing.
1: He was losing because that's when he was like early in his career. He wasn't like I. Right. We still don't know if he's like that good on the ground, but he wasn't good on the ground at all. Right. And um, he was just throwing like he was just took took him down, just throwing elbows, 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 and then they, he just cut his like Mm-mm. eyebrow. Yeah,
2: those elbows. Uh uh-uh. uh Like I have With to look the, away sometimes. Getting back up and just knock
1: that. Shit yeah, then he got up and he just pieced him, knocked him out, <laughs> uh-huh. and then it went, like going back to the energy of like the crowd. Yeah, it probably would have been cool because uh, I'm a uh, I'm a I'm a Conor McGregor fan. Not yeah. as big as I used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, for one, he doesn't fight anymore. Yeah. Um, for two, same thing of, like, the how you feel about Jake Paul is yeah. how I feel about him. Yeah. Um, but after he won, the energy and the arena was crazy. And all you just saw was just beer just fly up in the air. Like, Damn. people just threw their beer in the air because he won and, like, went crazy and started cheering. And uh, that was probably, like, one of the best – Moments that I got to witness in my life. No, yeah, Yeah. that's
2: hype. Like, I'd be super hype if I was in that kind of environment. Because boxing doesn't really get like that. Yeah. So, that is cool. I was
1: close, too. I was – so, the way UFC is, it's the octagon. I think boxing is the same way. It's the octagon, like the VIP little section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's, like, another octagon that walks around the octagon – and then yeah. it's
0: like fence them, the GA people off, I guess. Yeah.
1: Cause yeah. yeah and then it's the GA or the regular, the regular seats. Yeah, that's seat. How I was is. 13 rows up in the regular seats. Uh, gotcha. So I was, I was close. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. That's
0: a good seat too. Cause I mean, a lot of people say that seat's kind of better cause you have the aerial view as opposed to like ring. Yeah.
2: Line. I was about to ask that, you, that aerial view. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it, it was
1: nice cause it's like, I, it was like perfect where I could look, see, like right above it, and like on the sides of it as well, and it was like I could see right above their like people who are sitting down there right. right above like their heads, so like mm. nobody was like blocking anything.
2: See, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, like, boxing needs to have more of those kind of like venues. Like I was because yeah, it's rows like back, flat, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to like. Thankfully, I was like I was in the last row in the bottom section, so I got to stand up during the fight because there was no one behind me. There was just people like up there. But, yeah, all the people in front of me, like, they're, like, you know, moving their heads around. You can't really see because, yeah, it's all flat. But, you know, boxing is very old school, very traditional. Yeah, I mean,
1: it's just how baseball is. And
2: maybe that's why I like it. Like, you know, I I grew up. That was one of the first sports I watched. My dad would always put on movies like Rocky and stuff. And so maybe that's why I like it so much. It's very, like, old school.
1: That's probably why I like UFC, too, because that, that was, like. The first, but I definitely watched boxing first, but I got into UFC like into, yeah, into yeah, UFC yeah. first, um, yeah. a long, long, long time ago, like way before, like before UFC 100. Yeah,
2: when you're introduced to that kind of stuff at a young age, it just kind of sticks with you, yeah. So it's so understandable, I'm, everybody uh is introduced to different things as a kid. So,
1: have you ever like trained or anything, or tried or wanted to train just uh, to, like train?
2: When when I was younger, I wanted to because a lot of people in my community what, uh, they like boxing. Everyone loved boxing. Like sometimes that was all you had back in that area. Like man, people would fight every day at school. I got to some fights. I wouldn't fight nearly as much, but everyone would fight at that at that time. Everyone looked up to like Manny Pacquiao and Mayweather and stuff. And people would like Deliver. they they would be in like little leagues or whatever. Or, trained but I never really got into that. Like I would work with my brother and my dad, but I never actually got into the league and yeah. that's something I always wanted to do. Yeah, no same. And now I've I've been working out and stuff and I hate cardio. I hate running. I hate all that. So I usually do stuff like my dad taught me when I was younger and it's usually boxing stuff like jump rope uh or hitting the bag. We used to have a punching bag. So I I do a lot of boxing drills for cardio because it's just fun to me. It's like and, basketball. Yeah. And it, you know, it probably makes me better if in a street fight, even and though I haven't fought know. since I was like a kid. <laughs> <But> <laughs> um,
1: let them things go sometimes. Yeah. So, Cool. Do you ever remember that question you were going to ask? To be honest, no. You suck, dude. <laughs> you suck. Um, it
0: probably wasn't nothing crazy, but yeah. That's, that's shit. They're Do wrong. you have any, anything for us? Like, any questions for us? Yeah.
2: What is y'all's favorite part about doing this podcast?
0: I don't think we've ever gotten that one. We get a lot of why did y'all start? Yeah, But not that. You go first.
1: Um, the reason you're here, really. Um, I love having a guest on. I love giving a platform, um, to the guest. If they think it's big, if they think it's not big, like I still love giving them the opportunity to like come on and share what they do. Um, and us get to experience that with them as well. Right. Um, that's probably one of my favorite parts um as of now which will probably still be one of my favorite parts cuz it's it's um what's the word I'm looking for organic I yeah, guess yeah, yeah. um and then the new stuff that we will start doing is going to be fun but as of right now probably still even when we do that doing guest is is probably my favorite thing
0: yeah it's tight. Yeah, um, just doing the guests, like I said, or like he said, uh, when you guys come, really when people come and see the production the first time, the cameras, the lights, seeing it's more than just us sitting here and talking and seeing like kind of the look on people's faces like, oh, I didn't know they were this serious or um, just kind of the presentation we do. And then honestly, every guest we've had, especially lately, like Carlos has never really Met any of them, or Albert hasn't met any of them, but it hasn't felt like that. Like right. the energy's already centered, yeah, yeah. Synergy, you know what I mean. The synergy's good. Everyone can um kind of relate to each other in a way, and right. it's just like you said, just giving giving people the platform to just talk about you know stuff they they do, stuff they enjoy. Um, like you said, if it's big or small, it doesn't really matter. But mm-hmm. it's more of just kind of like that escape. I think it's very like therapeutic for people to kind of yeah. talk about certain things, especially. Um, you can kind of go in depth about something and people are like, Oh, I didn't know he did all that. Or I didn't yeah. know it was more to what he does, you know? um, And this, everyone has their own story. Like, it was really cool to hear about like your upbringing and just kind of, yeah, like your, your grit to get to where you are and you know what you're, you're going to be one of those super successful people just because of where you're at now and just going through what you've got to go Appreciate through. So just it. like hearing stuff from d- new people, learning about different people. Um, it's been a fun experience, and um I mean, we're just really kind of just getting started, I guess now. that's tight, yeah, and you' yeah. are you' good we'll be doing at it. it for a minute, thank good. you, and I thank
2: appreciate you. that this platform, like this is my first podcast, yeah, it's probably the most I've talked on camera ever, like I forgot the cameras were there, yeah but'cause um, it it I, it is very organic, like how are saying, and you're very good at it, and I just met you, but I feel like I've known
1: you for a while. I feel like we do a very good job of easing the person down, yeah. Um, because I mean, I could tell when you first started talking, you are nervous. Yeah, I could yeah, hear yeah. in your voice. Heck but yeah. a- after you started going, you ease down. Because I think once you just, once you start asking the questions, like you already know the answers. Like you yeah. know, obviously you don't know what we're gonna ask you, but you already know the answer. So it's like once you just start talking about what you do yourself, it just comes easier and just Thanks. flows out. Um, right. But anything else?
2: Uh, No, I think I'm good. I'm-
1: yeah. Um. All of his information will be down below. If you want to give him a follow, give him a shout. Um, everything will be down below. Um, obviously, as y'all see, we also got new polos. You know, we got one white, one black. Um, I don't have one. See, I don't have one yet. Not, not no, yet. Um, you'll probably see those in the future. Um, but again, thank you for coming on. Um, thank y'all. I Appreciate uh, it. Of course, of course, Albert. Thank you for being here. <clears throat> um, Toga. Woo! Um, But that'll do it for your boys over here at Opinionated And we'll catch y'all guys next time, peace